Yo, this is Reimagine with Deontay King. What is up, everyone? Um, welcome back to Reimagine. This episode is called Reimagine Mercy. Now, in reality, this episode will be called Reimagine um, Forgiveness, but we're uh, taking a look, technically we're taking a look at forgiveness through the lens of mercy. Um, they both go hand in hand, you know, they both go hand in hand. I'm going to give you a definition first to start it off to kind of give us a glimpse of what we're really looking at here. So what I want you to do today is really refocus your attention on what mercy and forgiveness really means and what it really looks like, especially the way that God does it, because it will help us take our forgiveness, you know, in our uh, in mercy that we show other people and forgiveness that we give to other people. It will take it to a new level, and that's where we want to be going towards. Uh, we want to be forgiving others because we cannot expect God to forgive us for our sins and our iniquity if we're going to be holding grudges against people and not forgiving them. So, the definition of mercy is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Read that again. Compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. So, in that case, if we really want to talk biblically, um... The only one who is able to do that by that definition with righteousness and justly is God. The Bible says that um, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's not one who is without sin other than Jesus, of course. There is no one who has not sinned. There's no one who has not fallen short. There's no one who is good except God. So in that case, according to that definition... Um, within one's power to punish or harm, how can we really say we have that power to do so? You know, so there obviously is times where it comes to the point where we have to show people mercy. And by saying that we have to show people mercy means that we have that power to punish or harm them. And instead we show forgiveness and compassion. So, now, there are situations where we do have that power. You know, sometimes you're in a position of, of authority. You're a level above that person or a few levels above that person um, in the sense of workplace or, you know, over s- some sort of responsibility. Um, also is when someone, you know, uh, insults or, you know, like steals from you or hurts you directly. Um, you have a right to do something back to that person, you know, eye for an eye type of thing, but that type of power is just a reaction from feelings, I feel you should be able to do that, because they hit you, you should be able to hit them back, you see what I'm saying, you see what I'm getting at, but if we look at it in the, in the real sense, in, in reality, God is the only one who has never sinned in any form or fashion. He's never sinned against himself or anyone else or done anyone wrong. He's not capable of doing it. 
Now, how can we as people who continuously do people wrong, lie, cheat, steal, and any other sin we can possibly think of, feel we have the right to say that we have authority to hurt someone or punish them for something that they've done and we've done the same things, you know? But that's just human understanding. I'll never be be able to understand that, but I feel the same way. I do want to punish or harm someone when they have done me wrong or wronged me in some type of way. That's just how that's just how it is. You know, I can't explain why it's like that. But just just think about this for a second. If we look at the definition, biblically, biblically by the definition, God is the only one who matches this and is actually able to do it justly. Not in our eyes, but his eyes, because in his eyes, all sin is equal. It doesn't matter if you lie one time or 10 million times. You are still guilty of sin. He is the only one who is not guilty of sin. In our eyes, you can lie, 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 and lie. But a murderer is getting dealt with on spot. A liar, they'll just, they, just, they may not trust you anymore. They may not give you a certain responsibility anymore. But a murderer, they want you dead and gone. You are done with. So what we really need to look at is uh, the fact that once once we understand that God is truthfully the only one who can really hold this to a standard of of even meeting the criteria for true mercy, true mercy, that is something we should be in awe of. He actually has the right to punish or harm someone and be right in it. Imagine if somebody hurt somebody close to you and you would be right in killing them or locking them up forever. You would be correct. That would be a good thing and you would be rewarded and praised for that. Take that and and give that opportunity to any human being and they would take it. God, on the other hand, did the opposite. He had that chance with us in our sin. Instead, he came and he saved us and showed mercy on us and saved us from the crap that we caused ourselves. You know, that is what true mercy is. That's true mercy. Um, scripture says, and I believe uh, Psalm 145, Psalm chapter 145, verse 8 through 9, it says, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger. And great in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. This shows God's mercy. He's slow to anger and great in mercy. And even if you look throughout the Bible a lot, you will see um, the two words that explain God a bunch throughout the Bible is merciful and faithful. Like those are, are two words that for sure continuously come up when it comes to God's character and that's for great reason he is slow to anger in times where we think there's multiple times where we think um we've done something so wrong and something something so horrible that we can't even come to God with it you know we're like there's no way he's going to forgive that because we know that if somebody did that to us we wouldn't forgive it and that's why we need to understand true mercy and true forgiveness today which is God's mercy and God's forgiveness because it meets the criteria of what it really is he is slow to anger and great 
in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Everything, look at it throughout the Bible, everything the Lord has done is with screwed up people to show that they are capable of doing good things when they trust in him because he is good. That is beyond mercy. Like, I, I honestly can't even, I'm not even going to try to explain that because that is beyond something that I can explain. Beyond. Someone who had the right to destroy everything moving on earth because of its wickedness chose to save all of it and show them that if they trust in him, they can do good things and they can be something better than they could ever imagine to be. You know? That's just that's something that's just awesome to me. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 through 23 says, Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. If you're struggling today, I want you to know that you are forgiven. Let that sink in right now. You are forgiven. God has mercy and compassion on you, and it is renewed every single morning. Great is his faithfulness. Um, his mercies are to bring life, um, not to kill us or destroy us, but to bring us life and bring it abundantly. That is what he's trying to do. He wants us to live and live in truth, not in the messed up stuff we see today, but live in truth. Uh, the last scripture is Mika uh, 7. Um, Micah, sorry. Micah chapter 7, verse 18 through 19. It, it says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgressions of the remnant of his heritage? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. He will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. God takes our wrongs and casts, he casts it all to, into the depths of the sea. He has compassion on us and will forgive our iniquities. And this is what the word is saying about him. He doesn't hold on to his anger. He doesn't hold on to his rage. Um, being a just God, he does have to punish sin because he wouldn't be holy if he didn't. But he has made a way through himself that we can be forgiven for our sins and our wrongdoings instead of being killed and destroyed forever. He's giving us a chance at life. All we have to do is believe in him. You know, and that's just, that's the greatest sign. That's the greatest example of mercy, period. The greatest example of forgiveness, period. We need to look at that example and strive to be that. I'm not saying we will meet that criteria, but in his power, we can definitely strive for it and be progressing towards that uh, result. Uh, so my prayer today is just for us to be growing in that, to be growing towards that uh, every every single day, be growing and pushing towards that result. And as we grow together in that, just imagine how much better things can get if we grow together in forgiving one another. Try to outdo the next person in forgiveness. You know, if they're not forgiving you, you forgive them. And then the next person, you try to forgive that person and just keep going. The more forgiveness they show you, try to outdo them in that, in that forgiveness that they've shown you. You know, and that will definitely, you'll see some progress in a lot of different things, man. A lot of different things, you'll see progress in it. And stuff will definitely get better 
it, it really does. You burdens, uh, lifted. I, phys- I physically felt burdens lifted off of me um, from freeing myself, being free myself from forgiving somebody else. It's more for yourself to take that pressure off your heart trying to control something that you can't really control. Um, so today I encourage you guys to forgive. We have to forgive. We have to be merciful. We don't even meet the criteria, but do it in whatever way possible that you can, you know, um, and understand that God has forgiven you. You are forgiven. Don't think for a second that you're not forgiven. There's nothing too bad. There's nothing too high or too low, nothing too big, nothing too small. The Lord has forgiven you. You need to accept that today and believe that in your whole heart and know the only thing that is keeping you away from him is you because he wants you and he has forgiven you. You need to forgive yourself and forgive those around you and come home to the Lord God Almighty. Uh, Y'all have a good one.